Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Is anyone else joining the call would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Yes, God is good all the time. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. Thank you so much. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Sharon from Hayward. Have a blessed, safe Thursday. And you said this was Sharon? Yes, Sharon from Hayward. Well, Sharon from Hayward, you have a wonderful day, too. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Would anyone Mm -hmm. else like to say good morning on this beautiful morning that the Lord has allowed us to see? I have a prayer request. This is Sharon. Just a minute. Your name is Sharon, right? Yes. Okay. And what is your prayer request? Just for strength. For Just strength. strength. Yes. Okay. I got it, Sharon. Thank you. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Prosperous Pam. Happy Thursday, family. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Happy Thursday to you as well. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning?
Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you as well. Okay, go on on mute. Okay. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Anyone else like to say good morning? Morning, it's Nikisha. Happy good, Thursday. Good morning, Nikisha. Happy Thursday to you too. Anyone else like to say good morning? In this beautiful day that the Lord has made. Anyone else like to say good morning? Would anyone else like to say good morning before I get started here? Okay, well, before we do move forward, we do ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. And good morning again. My name is Susie, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. Be sure to join us daily in November for the monthly theme entitled Is Reset. Our wonderful and gifted declares will definitely bless you. There's one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature, and that's by Peter Sazerell. The call does take place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time, right here by dialing the same number. You will be blessed. There were no prayer requests submitted on the app, but we do have one from Sharon. She asked us, to keep her lifted up for strength. 
The order of the call today is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winton. Then we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Pastor Winton. And I will repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Winton. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the Declare Pastor Wynn. The scripture for today is from Jeremiah seventeen fourteen. Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. For you are the one I pray. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Pastor, our prayer warrior, Pastor Winton. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. Go ahead, Pastor Winton. Amen. I think the order, so has the order changed, Susie? I thought I was to pray first. Let me double check here. Let me see. Okay, no problem. Oh, no, it says prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Okay. And then the declaration will be brought by Pastor Winton. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You have a wonderful day. Amen. Well, I'm sure you guys can hear me okay. I just wanted to make sure. So as we um, just bring our minds um, in um, and uh, bring our scattered thoughts into subjection, uh, we just want to focus on uh, the Lord this morning. Um, it's this old school song that has been ringing in my ears since early this morning. So, my soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus, bless his name. My soul loves Jesus, my My soul loves Jesus, bless his name, yes, 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 yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. 
God, we lift up our children to you. Hallelujah. Your word says that children are to obey their parents in the Lord and that they are to honor their parents so that their days may be long on the earth. But God, you turned around and said that parents, do not treat your children in such a way um, as to make them angry instead, to raise them with Christian discipline and instruction. Thank you that we take the time to instruct our children, that we take the time to teach them your ways. God, as we again begin to go into another shelter in place, that you give us a mind, oh God, to seek your face with our children, that we get down on our knees as a form of reverence to you, God, and we teach our children how to seek your face, even if they never say a word and they just listen to us and they are just in the presence, our presence, as we begin to pray for them, God. I thank you, God, that you give us a mind to include you in the decisions that we have to make in regards to our children. Hallelujah whether it is discipline or what particular program they will be in, God, that they will see us seeking your face, that they will see us asking which way we should go, that they will see us asking for direction. Hallelujah. God, we lift up caretakers for whatever form that they're giving care to people. Hallelujah. Whether it be their elderly parents, whether they be their disabled children, and whether it be a spouse, oh God, or whether they're repeating a cycle of having to raise another generation. For your word says, but those who won't care for their relatives, especially those that are in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. Thank you, Lord God, that we see caretaking as a form of worship to you, because all that we do, we do it unto the Lord. Thank you for the grace that's needed to care for others, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And then we lift up our leaders to you this morning, God. Hallelujah. Those that are in authoritative positions, those that are in governmental positions. Hallelujah. Those that are in authority. Your word, Lord God, says that the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of the water. He turneth it whatsoever he will. That's your word this morning, God. So we will not be caught off guard because of decisions that are made. In spite of the fact that we may not understand the no that we get from the boss about the position, about the raise, about the elevation, hallelujah, about doing this project or that. We thank you that you're still in control according to your word. There isn't anything that has caught you off guard. Hallelujah. We know that you're not the God of, or the author of confusion. And if you're not the author of confusion, that means that the devil is. So we give him this place. We give him no foothold this morning. Hallelujah. And even though chaos and confusion may be around us, we thank you that your word says all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord who are the called according to your purpose. Thank you that we have purpose on this morning. Thank you, God. As our declarer comes before you, Pastor Winton, God, that you take him down into the deep treasures of your word. Hallelujah, that he's not distracted about things that happened yesterday, about things that may be happening right now, God, and those things that may happen as a result of the sound word that he gives on this morning. Thank you for his yes down in his
he comes before you this morning, ready and able, willing to feed your people, to give what thus saith the Lord. Bless his household. Bless him as he goes. Bless him as he returns, God. Bless his body. In the name of Jesus, those unspoken requests that he has, God, we lift them up before you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as we begin to take our phones off mute and celebrate you in corporate praise, God, we come running into your presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seeking to obtain mercy. God, we say
to the God of our registered nurses, our care providers that are at the hospital, our LVNs, every single person, our So, Father, we thank you for the words that you have uttered into our hearts this morning, that you've whispered into our ears. We thank you for the word that came fresh from heaven for this time, for this season, and for this reason. We magnify you, O God, our strength and our redeemer, as we pass the call to Pastor Winton. We bless your name, God. God, we honor you even now. God, we give your name the glory. We thank you for ministering to our hearts, God. Even before we hear this word, God, you're speaking a word to us. And we thank you, God, that you're not only giving us a word, God, but you're settling us in your presence. You're settling us in your presence. We thank you, God. All may not be good, hear me, but all is well. All may not be good, but all is well. All is well. All is well. Get that in your spirits today. Declare Victory Family, good morning. Uh, This has been a powerful time of prayer this morning. Uh, It is good to be in his presence, not only to do all of the talking, but to hear from him, hear from him. 
uh, and to hear from heaven. And so we thank God this morning uh, for the opportunity. So good morning to all of my Declare Victory family. Uh, good morning to those who are joining the call just now. Good morning to those who have been on the call. Um, I have a quick word this morning for you. And as I consider where we are as a nation, I think that this word is very, very timely. Uh, I, I shared with the churches on Sunday, and I'll share with you all, um, despite what is going on, which is a very, very real thing uh, in the natural and in the spirit, uh, we are not, we are not going under. We are not going under. This is not, this is not a prosperity preaching. Uh, uh, this is Bible. Okay, uh, we 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 may be afflicted, we may be uh, oppressed at times, we may feel the pressure of something, uh, but we are not going under. We are not going under this. This thing is not designed uh, to cause us to go under. And so today, I, I want to help as we attempt to reset and as we attempt to even with where we are, because you always want to be sensitive uh, to the spirit of God and into what's going on in the in the spirit and in the natural. Bible says first natural, then spiritual. So it's important uh, that that we not lean on one and not 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 pay attention and or at least be cognizant of another. So this morning I want to uh, lift up something out of Genesis 16, and I'm really going to deal with the majority of the chapter. But for the sake of of, of this call and and, and brevity, uh, I, I will deal with verses six through eight this morning. Genesis six. Uh, Genesis 16, uh, verses 6 through 8, and I'll read it for you. Uh, it says, But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do to her as you please. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, uh, the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from and where are you going? I'll ask that again because somebody needed to hear that this morning. Uh, uh, the angel of the Lord asked the question to Hagar. Already knowing the answer, the angel decided to ask, where have you come from and where <laughs> are you going? She said, I'm fleeing from my mistress, Sarai. I, I really want to deal with the question that was asked, but I want to deal with those who are in between, those of us who are in between. Let's be honest. That's everybody on this call this morning. Uh, you may not be in between in your personal life, but, but certainly your economy is in between. Uh, you may not be in between in your economy, but certainly your nation is in between. Uh, <laughs> and for some of us, we can be honest enough and, and, and not over deep and, and be able to say, hey, I'm in between. Uh, so, so I want to talk about that. Uh, where have you come from and where are you going? That question that the angel uh, of the Lord deals with is a question that many of us will have to face when we are in between. It is a question that when we're in the middle of something, we are trying to reset, we're trying to change things around, we're trying to uh, correct our course, uh, yet we find ourselves in the middle. Uh, we find ourselves in difficult situations uh, at one time or another in our lives. And when we find ourselves in these places particularly, uh, we tend to have two options. Y'all follow me this morning. Uh, either you spend time in the situation trying to figure out how you're going to get out, 
or the situation uh, appears to be too much, uh, so you so you just decide to deal and to settle uh, with whatever you can get. But even more challenging uh, than finding ourselves in these situations uh, is really actually being able to identify uh, if a situation is good for us or not. So, so I want to talk about this because many of us, this is not our first visitation in the phase of in-between. This is not our first time between a rock and a hard place. This is not our first time stuck between uh, two alternatives. This is not the first time we've been, quote, unquote, stuck in the middle. Uh, but but I want to give you some things uh, so that we don't error this time, because I said it a while back, but, but you cannot be arrogant and in error, okay? And the challenge with many of us is that while uh, we struggle with things, we still have a great sense, uh, a toxic sense of pride. I want to help you because when you're in between, uh, uh, humility is the best posture. It's the best position. Uh, humility is what gets the attention of God. So let's pay attention to this text today. Uh, uh, you, will, you will always find yourself in between, right? Uh, when we deal with the first thing is moving ahead of God moving ahead of God. You'll always find yourself between a rock and a hard place uh, when you move ahead of God. Get this, uh, the promise is divine, uh, but the process is often flawed. All right, so, so the promise of God is not error, uh, but, but the person who has to walk out the promise, that's you and I, everybody on this call, uh, we are flawed. So, so, so up until this point, uh, the chapter opens by telling us that Sarai, uh, Abram's wife, had bore no children. She is not a young woman, okay? She, she now uh, is older. Sarai is older now. Uh, uh, Sarai uh, is in the, 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 she's beyond the prime of her life. We can imagine uh, she's frustrated and now struggling with value. She desires for her household name uh, uh, to continue, uh, she's in that uncomfortable place of waiting. Uh, she's waiting on God to come through on the promise that he made to her uh, uh, time ago. Uh, but she's still now frustrated with where she is. And I just want to declare to somebody this morning, when you know what God has said to you, sometimes you have to adjust your posture so that you don't become frustrated in the process. All right, all right. Relieve yourself of the pressure of being frustrated when God has already given you that promise. Uh, but here's where Sarai goes wrong in the text, y'all. Pay attention. Uh, uh, things were not happening for Sarai as quickly as she desired. So she decides to get ahead of God. She decides to get ahead of God. I, I want to warn you this morning, declare Victory Family, I don't care how long you, hallelujah, I don't care how long you've been waiting on something. It's a dangerous thing when you decide uh, to be God. It's a dangerous thing when you decide to move ahead of God. God had already promised Sarai and Abram uh, that they would have children, but Sarai decides to take matters into her own hands. 
I want to talk to the control freak that's on the line this morning, the person who's used to having all the control. Uh, you know where the cards are supposed to go. You like your couch this way. You like your furniture this way. You want your kitchen this way. What if I told you, what if I told you that God desires for you to lose control in this time so that he can gain control, right? Uh, what if I told you that God is making you uncomfortable and, and, and making you wait a little longer so that you can give up the control that you believe that you have. The word tells us that because things were not happening fast enough for Sarai, Sarai decides to go ahead and play God. She decides to be God. And then the word tells us, so she had an Egyptian servant named Hagar. And, and, and she devises a plan. Uh, she puts together a plan. Y'all know how we do. Y'all, y'all don't look at me in that tone of voice. Y'all, y'all know how we do where, where, where we are literally uh, 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 putting the pieces together of the puzzle. We're trying to do it, y'all. We're trying to make it work. Uh, you said you were going to do this and that, and you, were, you got your day mapped out. You got your five-year plan. Uh, Sarai was devising uh, a plan, and so she asked her husband now to have a child with Hagar, okay? Uh, uh, she asked him to get married and have a child so that she could have her desire. Uh, 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 she is devising a plan to move ahead of God, all because, all because she was tired of waiting. And let's be honest this morning, some of us are tired of waiting. We are absolutely spent. We know, we know God is going to come through. We say all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, but our actions contradict that which we've been told. We're tired. Some of us are frustrated this morning. Some of us are waiting on some stuff. We've been waiting too long. Some of us uh, uh, went broke in the process trying to wait on some stuff. And yet we're despising our processes. So we're trying to control uh, those things in which God already has control of. She devises this plan. She moves ahead of God. But then I want you to see where she ended up prolonging her process. See, uh, because when we're in between, you're not supposed to be in between for all of your life. You're not supposed to be in between uh, uh, for, for an extended amount of time. You, you are desired and designed to be in between while God is preparing something else, uh, but, but we can never get to something else if we're not watching what we do when we're stuck in the middle or between the rock and the hard place. So listen, you'll find yourself in that hard place uh, when you move ahead of God, but then you find yourself in that hard place when you mismanage your assignment. All right. All right. Y'all hear me. Yes. Yes. Y'all hear me this morning. When you don't understand something or somebody, I'm going to add that in there, it becomes easy to mishandle it and or them. All right. I'll put it, I'll say it again because one of y'all needed to write that down. When you don't understand something or somebody, it becomes easy to mishandle it or them. Abram's assignment, we're talking about assignment, was to be the father of many nations and to be the head of his household. Sarai's assignment was to be a helpmeet for her husband. Hagar's assignment was to be a maidservant and serve Sarai. But the text reveals to us uh, of that which we learned in driving school years ago. Accidents happen when you don't stay in your lane. Accidents happen uh, when you don't stay in uh, your lane. 
Sarai's decision uh, to move ahead of God now places her in error. She's out of her lane. Y'all hear me? But the biggest challenge is not that she's in error. The biggest challenge is that she solicits help to help her continue to be in error. Listen, when you're in between, it's one thing when God sends you help to help get you out or to help make you better. But it's another thing when you are soliciting help to continue functioning in error. Okay? Let, let's talk about the problem of persuasion. Uh, the problem of persuasion uh, is that you will agree to insert yourself in somebody else's error just because you love them. All right? All right? But let me help you. Let me help you. Uh, uh, it's a dangerous thing. I know you love them. I know you love mama. I know you love sister. I know you love brother. You, 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 you even love your spouse. But it's a dangerous thing when you insert yourself into somebody else's error just because you love them. The text says that Hagar and Abram get married, and they agree to participate in the plan uh, that, that, that involves moving ahead of God. I'll share with you what this is. Y'all know, if you watch the court shows, you know uh, 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 Abram and, and Hagar end up being what we call a co-conspirator. And, and, and what happens with co-conspirators is that when things go down, the main person isn't the only person that's on the line. Anybody who participates in the plan ends up being a part of the punishment. And here's my question this morning, Declare Victory Family. What is it you've signed up for unknowingly? What error process did you insert yourself in? Who or what have you allowed to persuade you? Abram is now out of his lane, and he's in error. Sarai is now out of her lane, and she's in error. Hagar is now out of her lane, and she's in error. And the most dangerous part about it is nobody realized that they were wrong. I want to help you. I got to help you this morning. When, when, when we hear this text preached, we always hear it leaning towards one side more than another. Uh, we like to vilify one and, and, and lift up the other and elevate the others. But, but I, I'm here to tell you this morning uh, that whether your hand was the main hand stirring the pot or whether you contributed to somebody's error process, you are equally as involved, all right? So you can't afford when you're in between, and you really can't afford even if you're out. Uh, 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 but while you're trying to reset, you can't afford to mismanage your assignment. Everybody had an assignment, and had they stayed in their lane, there would have never been an accident. Uh, so we look at moving ahead of God. We look at mismanaging your assignment. But then lastly, we look at miscalculating your results. Uh-oh. Can, can I help somebody this morning? I, I want to free you real quick. Uh, just because you saw results doesn't always mean that it's God. All right. All right. All right. I, 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 I want to help you. Every, every time you see a gift, doesn't necessarily mean it's God. Because, you know, the enemy is giving gifts too, right? Uh, you do understand that. So, 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 so a lot of times what will happen is uh, you and I will go through something and we will believe that just because we saw some level of results, we'll believe that the results were God. 
I'll give you an example because I know y'all like application. Uh, if you are applying for a job, but God told you that he would take care of you. So you send out 10 and 12 applications, but God told you he wanted you to be an entrepreneur in this season. But, but because of your fear and because you just didn't see how this thing was going to work out, you applied to 10 and 12 jobs out of frustration. And when you landed a job, you said that it was God. I'm here to tell you, you miscalculated your results. Just because you got the job doesn't mean it was God. Because the instructions of God were what? <laughs> it was to wait on him. It was to absolutely wait on him while he takes care of you. Here's where we see in this text that they have now miscalculated their results. The Bible says that after Hagar conceived, she began to look at Sarai in a different light. She got beside herself uh, 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 she, because now she had what appeared to be an advantage. Uh, I want to help you. I want to help you. She miscalculated her results. I, I got to say this to you. Be careful how you act when you believe that God has blessed you. Hagar was so happy that she conceived that she forgot that she was out of her lane and she was out of her lead. God have mercy. Hagar was so happy that she conceived that she forgot that she was both out of her lane and out of her league. Now the plan backfires, and now Sarai is upset with her two co-conspirators. And she approaches uh, Abram, and, and she says, may God deal with you for, for the wrong that was done to me. And Abram says, this is your servant. You can do with her as you please. You can do with her as you please. And now, listen, Sarai uh, begins to afflict Hagar because she's upset. Uh, she begins to afflict her is what the word says. Now, the trick of the enemy is that when you're in error, you'll only see everybody else's error. Okay. All right. I know. I know. Y'all don't like this one this morning. It's okay, though. Listen, this is what God gave me. Uh, 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 the trick of the enemy is when you're in error, you'll only see everybody else's error. So now Hagar decides that it's better to run away uh, uh, and to get away from Sarai. So she ends up in a spring in the wilderness. Now let me say this. Let me say this. Anytime we see a spring, anytime we see uh, a water, uh, and there are several instances where we see a woman that is near water in the Bible. And every time we see that, that means that there is a place of revelation and refreshing. Now, now, it doesn't always mean it's a place of blessing, but it definitely is a place of revelation and refreshing. The Bible says it was the spring that was on the way to shore. Now, if you know anything about uh, the, the way this was set up uh, in the time was that shore was located on the road back to Egypt. So, so Hagar was getting ready now to return home. She was getting ready to go back home. Uh, 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 but, but, but when you're in error and you find yourself in a situation that seems to have you stuck, the worst thing you can do is return to a place of complacency. I want to help you. For somebody that's ready to tuck their tail and go home, for somebody ready that, that's ready to pack the bags and just go back to, to, to at least what you knew or thought uh, was working, uh, you, you, the worst thing you can do is when you're in between to go back to a place of complacency. The angel of the Lord meets her, and I'm almost done, uh, at the spring with a question that challenges her assignment. And it is the question I ask each of you this morning. But notice that the angel identifies her by name 
and then the angel identifies her by her assignment. Uh, now, why would the angel of the Lord need to approach Sarai, call her name, and then give her her title? He said, Sarai, uh, 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 maidservant, or servant, uh, uh, Hagar, servant of Sarai. This is because no matter where you go, hear me, your name is always going to be attached to your assignment. All right? I want to help somebody because I know this call has pastors, prophets, evangelists, uh, 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 singers, psalmists, uh, 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 prayer warriors, intercessors. But can I tell you something? We do this thing where we want to detach our names from our assignment. But if it is really your assignment, you will never be able to detach your name from it. If you are a pastor who no longer has a church, guess what? You are still a pastor. You can never detach your name from your God-given assignment, so the angel has to remind Agar of who she is. In thinking that she won or had a blessing, the angel shares with her at that spring that the son she cannot and participated in a scheme to get is going to be a fighter for all of his life. He's going to go against everybody. But, but here's, here's what the angel of the Lord says. The angel of the Lord tells her to go back, go back and deal with Sarai because God will sometimes make you return to the place of error so that you can endure the consequences of your actions. Declare Victory family, I would that you would not be stuck. My message to you this morning is simple. Maybe you're prolonging the process all because you won't fix the error. God will never have you go to another place and elevate you somewhere else in your life until you fix some things that you're supposed to fix. I know. I know, I know, you don't want to go back. I know, I know, you don't want to have the conversation. I know, I know, but, but you're asking God to elevate you and ignore your error. And while we have grace, we still have to correct our error. For the same God that blesses us is the same God who will make us return somewhere just to fix what we had undone. I want you to hear this. It's a dangerous thing when you move ahead of God. I know you want more money. You want more clout. You want to go further. But it's a dangerous thing to move ahead of God. But it's even more dangerous to mismanage your assignment. Where have you come from? And where are you going? But then don't miscalculate those results. Just because you saw some results doesn't mean they were from God. My grandmother used to say it like this. If you had to lie to get it, you're going to have to lie to keep it. If you had to cheat, rob, or steal to get it, you're going to have to cheat, rob, or steal to keep it. And the same way you got it just might be the same way you lose it. I pray this morning that you all were encouraged while we are in waiting, while our nation is in between, while our personal lives are in between, that we would learn how to move instead with God, how to let him go first and go before us, how to make sure that we are managing our assignments properly, and how to make sure that we are calculating our results. 
I pray that this word was a blessing to each one of you. I pray that it was something you needed and that something was said uh, that would just carry you through this time. Uh, at this moment, we can come off of mute, say good morning for those who have joined us maybe a little later on. Uh, we can have that moment to greet you, and then we will move into our discussion time. At this time, let's come off of mute and say good morning. My God, good morning, Pastor Winton. This is Rochelle. Oh, my God, great declaration. Good morning, Rochelle. Thank you so much. God bless you. Bless you. Hey, good morning, sir. It's Didi. I'm with Rochelle. My God, my God. Woo. Good morning, Didi. Good morning. Love you, and uh, good morning. Good morning. This is Tanya. Awesome, awesome declaration. Thank you. Hey, Tanya, good morning to you. Good morning. This is Patricia. Awesome decoration. Thank you, and have a beautiful day. You do the same. You do the same. Good morning to you, Patricia. Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good work. Good morning. Good morning to you. Bless you. All righty. Well, if there is no one else, let us get into our discussion. Love, life, and victory. Let's talk. What stood out? Uh, what 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 did you take from the word today? I want to hear from you all uh, to know that it landed in the right place and to know that uh, there's something that you can take out. So uh, don't all talk at once. Hey, it's Didi. I'll go because everybody's quiet because that word was something to just, whew, it's almost like when you get a good lesson plan and you just, trying to go over your notes to make sure you don't miss anything. Sir, from what you said, your grandmother said, how you got that thing is how you going to move, you know, all of the wisdom. But I think what really hit me is to go back. So you want God to elevate you, but you know you got a lot of stuff that you need to fix, right? Whether it's bitterness, grudge holding, anger, just mean, whatever it is. You wait for God to move you to the next level, but you won't even go and right your wrongs. So I thank you for that. I mean, you said so much this morning that as I'm at this beautiful preschool that the Lord placed me at, I'm just listening to your word and I'm taking notes and I'm processing things with a mop in my hand, <laughs> just excited about having a mop in my hand after being at a, a job for 30 years. At first I was embarrassed. I was like, Lord, why would you allow me to, to start at 17 and work and, you know, have a house, move a house, all the things that I thought were important. But now I see that everything that he's done up until this 53 years old was all for a reason. And so I'm just grateful for the word and how you brought it. It's so much to what you said. I mean, I just took so much from it, sir. So I thank you for just your teaching. I thank you for just that reminder. Got so much out of it. Thank you this morning. Thank you, Didi, for that. Uh, I always love hearing your feedback, how it applies uh, to your life. And uh, that's why we preach this gospel. That is why we teach. That is why we do what we do. 
uh, so that we can not only apply it to others, but that we apply it to ourselves. So I'm glad to know uh, that, that there were many things that you took away uh, this morning, and uh, especially for a time such as this. So thank you. Anyone else? Pastor Winston, this is Rochelle. Um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of times when people say certain things, we say the shade of it all, but I'm here to say the revelation of it all. I mean, my God, just the way you walk that thing and how we can, you know, move from a situation that we've been either um, the the person that started or the co-conspirator, sir, and we walk away and we think that it's all good, you know, that was over and done with, and how the Lord is the Lord of completion. So, you know, it's not going to be left undone. If it wasn't right, you got to go back and make it right. As he say, you know, leave your gifts at the altar and make it right. He doesn't leave anything undone. If it's not right and it's not complete, You, he going to bring that thing to your attention. So I thank you for, you know, just bringing some things to my mind that makes me want to go back and say, okay, so with this person, that's why that was like that. But I thank God that he's so sovereign that he wouldn't have us um, to be able to walk away from a, a relationship and, and leave it broken or leave it without uh, uh, understanding. So everything was just, it, it was it was good and it just helps us to, you know, have a mindset to really understand how important relationship and how um, how God, the revelation of uh, how he acts and our purpose and whatnot is just so, so huge. So thank you. Rochelle, thank you so much for that. I think that that uh, that that piece really is something to be said. You know that that place of revelation uh, that all of us experience from God. Uh, but I even think that it was it it is interesting, like you said, that God is a God of completion, and I thank God for that too. Because let's be honest, uh, when 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 many of us are are incomplete in several areas. Uh, he is also the God who's able to fill in the gaps and 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 make sure the voids are closed and and all of that, right? And I think that 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 is major. He would never have us elevated and or moving forward because you know that's the new thing. The new thing is to move forward, right? But 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 nobody likes to talk about uh, that the fact that you cannot truly move forward when you're in error. So that was good. Thank you so much, Rochelle, for that. Uh, anyone else? Hi, this is Tanya. Um, what resonated with me was when you said loving, um, you can love your family and love, you know, your father, your kids, or whatever, but I guess get out their business, leave them be, love them where they are. No, it was, uh, that was a deep right there. Good morning to you. Yeah, we, uh, we, how many times have we unknowingly and then sometimes knowingly? inserted ourselves into somebody's error process, right? So so like you error or your children have error, right? And because we are protective, uh, we want to protect them from a process. But we know how God works, right? And so uh, uh, the grace is extended, but we still have to deal with our decision. And if you interrupt and or interject yourself, into somebody else's process uh, because they are now having to deal with their the actions or the consequences of their actions, you become a part of the overall problem. Mm -hmm. And that's a challenge. 
that's a yes, challenge that for is. us. But that's good. That, okay. That, Thank you. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's a challenge. These two people, it could be argued that, that, that Abram loved his wife so much that he was willing to do whatever just to help his wife out. And it could be argued that Hagar, being a servant, had no choice but to do whatever her master said do. Yet, even with that, they were still held accountable for the decision that they decided to participate in. Because the motive of Sarai's, uh, the, the intent of her plan was to move ahead of God. Thank you for that. That was good. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Hey, good morning. This is Lisa. Um, Thank you for your declaration. I'm like everybody else. That was absolutely powerful, and I love the practical application. You know, dealing with um, getting in the middle of somebody else's mess because we really love them, we become enablers, and we either become their God or we interrupt the plan that God has them to go through their own process Um, because we have to learn our lessons or we'll keep repeating them. And so we cause ourselves unnecessary stress because we take on other people's stuff, and it's really for them. So thank you for bringing that out. You know, um, I hate to be the doom and gloom person, but sometimes some of our correcting our wrongs is great. We absolutely have to do that. But we still may have some lingering consequences. You just mentioned that, that, that word. And in this passage, we look at Ishmael. They couldn't undo an Ishmael. I mean, until this day, we got problems with Ishmael and his descendants. (laughs) So it's very, very, very um, serious. Thank you for bringing that out, how we engage in stuff and try to manipulate situations and try to control situations. And we have no idea what kind of consequences we're setting in motion or what kind of legal access we give that enemy to um, kind of going further with what he's doing. But I'm still glad, in spite of an Ishmael, that God still has that Isaac promise for all of us. But some stuff we go through is unnecessary, and it is part of our undoing, and some consequences are lingering, and they will hang around. I mean, promiscuity, you know, for those that don't abort, have a baby, and the baby becomes the joy, however, maybe it wasn't time, or maybe whatever it is, you know, they're not coming to their time, but there's still some things that if we would just be mindful I mean, I've gotten myself in situations where, yeah, I'm still looking back like, okay, God, thank you, because I I had to learn from them because I would still keep repeating them, and then some things just had to stick around because they were part of the consequence of that action, so uh, thank you. (laughs) That's so good. That is so, so, so good, and that angel of the Lord prophesied that very thing, right, Telling, telling Hagar, like, hey, you may have gotten that, you may have gotten that son. And, and miscalculating your results. You may have thought that you won, uh, but, but, but you'll have to deal with your son. <laughs> and everybody will have to deal with your son. Man, we do too. Uh, that's, <laughs> it, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That was good. Anyone else? Hey, um, Pastor, this is Dee, Dee again. I want Lisa just brought, brought something out as far as that. Um, the things we have, the consequences, the things that happen, and you said it too. Um, there's a lot, and this is not to be disrespectful, because there's a lot of children, grown children, now that we're grown, that were born, we were conceived, and it maybe wasn't a love thing, as my grandma used to say, all babies ain't born out of a love thing, it was just a the thing. And so as you grow up and you kind of have to deal with that, you know what I mean, that feeling of just not being wanted or whatever it is, 
that's that that's real so it just made me think about that and then when tanya was talking about asking the question about like getting in people's business i have six grown kids and watching my mother raise her three taught me how to just stay in my lane if they bring it to me I may give advice, but I don't try to be too much in their details because they have to go through that. And I know I mean, some of you mothers can agree, it's a little bit different with mother and son. Sometimes as mothers, we will try to fix everything for our sons, but make our daughters grow up. At least that's what I've, I've found to be true. So you have to learn to, again, we're not their God. We can't fix it. We have to just let them bump their head, learn that lesson, and kind of sit back because no matter how we would try to even 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 with daughters the 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 heartaches and stuff that we've had we don't want them to go through but there's nothing we can do about it so i just like how that flowed into this message it's so much it's like there's not one little thing from this morning we got so much out of this morning it's like i have so many notes that after the call when actually when i get off work i gotta go and kind of start trying to journal so that i can remember and retain what you said especially about fixing that stuff you can't keep going like even with with our spiritual growth how are you going to just continue to try to move forward and you got all these little broken pieces that you need to go fix i think so i mean so much real good that is real good how are you going to go forward um you know with with those broken pieces uh and like you said, we're not saying you can't move forward with, but again, when you're in error, right, um, it is it is a sign of arrogance when you try to to overlook your error. And uh, God God can't do anything with us but but humble us if we're arrogant, uh, and if we're humble, He can raise us up. Anyone else? Hi, Pastor Winton. This is Prosperous Pam. That was a wonderful declaration today. And, um, you know, what I was getting from it, too, you had said something about um, just because you got the job, you know, if the Lord was telling you, and we, I really want to know God's voice. I, I want to just continue to hone in on his voice because there's so much noise in the world, so much noise in the world where people are around you and, and with well-wishing, best thoughts. But if God's telling me, don't go for this job and I'm putting in applications or whatever my resume is submitting them out there and then I get the job and you said something like and then you get the, the job and you say that's from the Lord be careful and be aware is that really from the Lord that was so powerful to me because I stayed somewhere I was in technology uh, for like 30 years 25 30 years just like Didi talked about <clears throat> same thing for me and in societal terms it looked good traveling you know all the things that you get with you know what that looks like but i want to hear what god wants me to do so that's the place where i am now and it's a beautiful thing and it's not always what you think it might look like so just thank you so much for that word today pastor Tam, thank you so much for that uh you know i immediately that was so easy for me to say because i lived that so when it comes to that, um, I remember there was a season when God was telling me, like, hey, don't uh, don't work. But as a man who had a household, at the time I had one child, I had my wife, I was just like, I, you know, I just need to work. And uh, I remember I took a job, like, but it wasn't God. But I thought that because I filled out 10 applications, I thought that the one job that came through was God, but it wasn't. And it was the instruction. And I suffered 
on that job more than I should have uh, because that was not the will of God for me at the time. His instructions were to wait and to watch me do what I'm going to do. Uh, and, I, and I chose not to do that, and I chose to move ahead. And so you're absolutely right, because we will miscalculate those results in a heartbeat. How many times have we said that, a, that an unexpected check or, or somebody handing us some money or whatever was God? And sometimes it is. But what if it's not? What if that check came with a soul tie? What if an assignment now was going to have us all crazy in the head because we weren't supposed to go into a certain place and we decided to go anyway? So I digress. But thank you so much for that, Pastor Sam. Anyone else? So oh, this is Trevina, the finisher. Um, I'm the opposite. The Lord had blessed me with this particular job in 2002. And what happened was um, in a meeting, I said something wrong. And so the, the, the manager was after me, which was I know was the devil because I uh, was really after me. Um, so I was struggling to stay there at work. Uh, God sent someone to uh, have, have me not to leave the job. But I ended up um, leaving anyway. So I was in error. I left the job uh, way before. I left the job anyway. I left the job too um, too early. So I went back. I went home and do work at home. So it did not work. The finances did not come in. I was struggling so hard. Struggling hard for months. And then um, I was led to go back to the job that I, that I left too early. I was a supervisor at first before I left, and I had had to go back um, as a as an employee, and also um, less in pay. Wow! And also apologize, also apologize to the manager. So I was in error. So um, that's a lesson that I had to learn. Have a good day. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. Anyone else? Anything that stood out, maybe, or anything that kind of got you thinking? Oh, yes, I'll share. Thank you so much for that word. Um, I feel for me it was right on time because the um, my mindset isn't aligned with my assignment. And I've been really heavily praying and meditating. And um, one of the things is um, I'm being blessed, but I'm being I'm blind by my blessings, and so I'm double praying for blessings that um, I'm already being um, afforded. And I'll just share a testimony. Um, I really grew up in a very poverty-stricken um, lifestyle, and God has blessed me so much financially. But because my finances were weren't in order, because my mindset wasn't in line, I was doing double the work and not seeing the blessings. And so uh, I had to be obedient and go and get an accountant. And she got all my finances in order. And I was astounded. I was just mismanaging um, money. And it just I, just I just couldn't see the blessings. So, yeah, I believe it was very right on time. But also mindset really, really matters with your assignment as well. Yeah. So thank you. No, that is an awesome. That's 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 awesome. I think people need to hear this kind of stuff because I think people need to know that it's not just them. Um, and so thank you all for sharing that this morning. There are several people who will leave this earth who will uh, 
who will die and will have never tapped into their assignment, not even realizing that their name is attached to their assignment, not even realizing uh, that, that everybody has something to do and that most of us will spend this life trying to navigate our assignment. I am a pastor, but I am navigating what it means to be a pastor. And never will I have the complete picture of what it means, but I am always striving to make sure that I understand this assignment. Uh, it is not my assignment to do something. I'm clear. I'm clear. I tell people all the time, I'm not a prophet. I know my lane. I know my assignment. And I have to stay in my lane. And I've got to work my assignment because God holds us accountable for whether or not, not that you work somebody else's, but that you would only work your own. Anyone else? All righty. Well, if there is no one else, I, I want to make sure that we can pray this morning uh, with each other on our way out and on our way into our day and on our way into the rest of our week. And certainly I pray for each of you as holiday season would be coming up, uh, that there would be no loneliness, that there would be no lack, uh, that there would be no uh, lack of peace, that, that, that we, there would, you would suffer no lack. Uh, you're not going under, uh, certainly, and even while shelter in place, we're right there at it again almost. Uh, it is still important that our minds remain open our minds remain open and that our hearts remain open to what God is going to be able to do. Let us pray. God, we thank you again for this time. God, I thank you for this moment, for this opportunity to share with your people. God, I thank you for the time of us strengthening and encouraging each other, God. For you said in your word that as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons and the daughters of God. So we thank you today that you call us son. We thank you that you call us daughter. God, I pray now as we go into our day, that we would not allow anything to disturb our peace, that you would place a hedge of protection around our minds, and that this mind would be us, which is also in you. God, I thank you now for the blessings that will come. I thank you for the lessons that will come, and I thank you for all that you're downloading to us, even in this time of some of us being in between. We love you, and we thank you for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. You all have an amazing day. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Winton. Thank you. Amen. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Remember, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We love you too, Yvonne. Have a great day. You too. Love you, girlfriend. That's
the truth. Pray.